Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. Today, Cindy and I... Wait a second. Okay, forget. Keep going. Sorry. Today, Cindy and I are going to be talking about a little something... What are we talking about today? Wow, you're really (laughs) interrupting a lot. And that is a judgment... Or maybe it's an observation. It's an observation. I think a lot is a judgment. Yes. It wasn't the interrupting part. It was the a lot part. Oh, the a lot part. You were interrupting. (laughs) I was interrupting. This is true. I was going to an extreme. Hmm? I was going to an extreme. What? With my (laughs) wise guy. Okay. Today we are talking about interrupting. Interrupting. And the importance of interrupting for clarity's sake, especially in the MBC process. Yes. Interrupting. What is the definition of interrupting, Heather? Pausing someone, stopping someone, usually halfway through whatever they're saying. Okay. And I think oftentimes out in the world, when we interrupt, we're usually not reflecting or using it to clarify, I think we tend to step in with our own thoughts or we want to respond very quickly. So this is a different type of interruption. Yes, I think we modeled a lot of that when we opened up this episode, that kind of interrupting, as opposed to the interrupting that we maybe will model later on in this episode, which is the kind of interrupting that I actually promote in NBC when I'm doing my training is interrupting, like Heather said, for greater understanding, for greater connection. It's interesting because when I am teaching this, like when we talk about interrupting to get more clarity, and I want people to practice it. So when you're in our empathy gym, we do a lot of empathy diets. We practice giving empathy, presence, reflecting, taking needs, guesses. And every now and then I'll be like, you guys should try the interrupting thing. And people really have a hard time with it. You know why? Well, I think it's considered impolite. So I think we could probably stand to be more impolite when we're working this process. Yes. So many of us have learned. I mean, that's just, I think, a classic thing that you hear parents say to kids, don't interrupt. It's not polite to interrupt. We have it very much ingrained, I think, in us that you do not interrupt. You let someone speak. You wait until they're done, and then it's your turn to speak. We've learned that that's the cadence here. One person speaks when they're finished. The next person gets to go. And when they're finished, then another person can go. But there's no breaking in. We don't have that conversation with our children that sometimes you might want to break in, but you have to do it in a way with a level of politeness and grace. What does that look like? Those are all very judgmental terms. What does that actually look like? Do you know what that looks like? So in a way that is more serving of connection than the opposite? I think for me, I try to speak very gently. And I say like, hey, can I just stop you for a second so I can make sure I'm getting you? Yeah, that would be one way of doing it. Okay, let's back up. Two reasons to do the interrupting thing. There's two, I think, good reasons to do the interrupting. One is so that the other person gets a sense that you are with them still. The big thing is, have you ever been in a conversation with someone and they're talking and they're going on and on? And you don't interrupt because you've learned not to interrupt, but you don't know what the heck they're talking about. You're nodding your head. Yeah, yeah. You're giving all the signs like you're listening, but really in your head, you have no freaking idea what they're saying anymore. Number one, either you lost interest or number two, it was 
so much stuff, you couldn't process it. So you're no longer with them. And often we haven't even tracked that I'm not with this person anymore. We don't even do that much. So in NBC, because presence is such a big component of the nonviolent communication process, when you start to see or notice, oh, I'm no longer even hearing this person, or I have no idea what they're saying, or I'm confused by what they're saying, that might be a good indication of a place where you might want to pause and make sure that you are getting clear on what the other person is saying. So it's actually in service to connection. It's in service to the person actually being heard, not the opposite, which is how I think most people think of interrupting, that the person might think that you're not hearing them or, quote, being disrespectful. It's really the opposite. Yeah, it's checking in to make sure they have a sense of being heard and that you also have them correctly, I guess. Yeah. And the way that you said it, I mean, there are just different ways of doing it. Like, oh, well, do you mind just slowing down for a second and letting me make sure I'm getting you? Or, hey, you know, it's so really important for me to make sure that I'm hearing you fully. Let me see if I'm getting what you're saying so far. So there are ways that you can kind of cut in and let the person know that you really are serious about hearing them. And it's very rare that I've done that where I have a sense that the person is unhappy about it. I think most people really appreciate that kind of reflection. Even if they're in the middle of a thought, I think often it helps them to get more connected with what's going on for them to have someone stop and kind of like slow them down and reflect. Yeah, it creates greater connection between self and the other usually. And sometimes when someone is reflecting, you can have a maybe different understanding or find different needs that you hadn't thought about. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so if someone's going on a tangent and they're talking and talking and talking and the person across from them is just, quote, being polite and not interrupting, there's so much that the person is saying there could be like major nuggets of needs and connection to needs that are then lost along the way because you're just waiting for that person to be done talking. Whereas if you start to like break in and reflect back and take some needs guesses, you're kind of what I think of as chunking the information back to the person and giving them the opportunity to maybe have even a deeper connection with themselves. So yeah, it's worth practicing. I highly recommend our listeners to try it. Just play around. Maybe you're sitting on a plane or you're someplace talking to somebody and just play around with that, breaking into the conversation and go through some of the growing pains of like, wow, this is awkward. I was never allowed to do this as a kid, so I can't do this now. Just play around with it because I think you'll probably find that it lends to more connection than the opposite. Yes. Well, I always like to end it with the Bigby Method. Those of you that enjoy our podcast, listen on the regular, maybe you want to deepen your skills, we would love you to join us. You can go check us out on thebigbymethod.com or if you know for a fact that you want to sign up and start the actual learning process, come into our system at the Empathy Gym and start with your intro training, you can go to learn.thebigbmethod.com and we would love to have you join us. And if you'd like to call our Empathy Warmline number, it is 850-706-0488. Thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. 
For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first. 